guys, it's Tori from Full Access Pass here, and I am here with the lovely Amber Ace. Hello, <laughs> that is me. All right, let's get into the conversation. So first question is, how did you begin your musical journey? Ever since I was a kid, I've always had like this innate draw, I think, to make music and to, to sing. Like when I was young, my mom was the director of the kids choir at like our church. And like, she obviously like forced all of her children to do it, but I didn't really mind it because I liked I just liked singing and stuff like that. So for me to just be able to sing all the time was like awesome. And then um, I was never athletic or good at anything. And so this is like super lame to say, but at recess, sometimes I would like write songs, which is like so lame because I, I was bad at sports. I was never good at anything except for music. So that's something that Same I here. So like, yeah, so, so like as a kid, I was very much more like artistic and instead of like most kids who like to play outside, I just really liked to like make music and things like that. And then like, obviously through high school, I did a lot of musical things and I remember Ed Sheeran, like remember how like back in the day on iTunes, um, they used to have like a free single of the week, right? I think I vaguely remember right. that. So they used to have a free single of the week, right? And so Ed Sheeran released, it was either, I think it was A Team. It was like a free single of the week. And I like downloaded it. And then I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get a guitar. I need, I need to get a guitar. And so it, the rest is basically history. I just like fell in love with making music from that point on. And now I'm here, still making music, still doing the thing I like to do. I love to hear that. So who are your biggest musical influences? Oh my gosh. Okay. Every time people ask me this question, <laughs> it's like the biggest thing. Um, Mine's change weekly. Honestly. Yeah. I think that it changes over time. I think when I was young, I really wanted to be Hannah Montana yep. because obviously I was a Miley Cyrus stan. Okay. I wanted to be Hannah Montana when I was a kid. But I think um, what really started me as like a songwriter was like, listening to John Mayer. Remember when everyone used to like listen to Pandora? I used to just like sit and listen to like John Mayer's like Pandora station all the time. And then um, I think that was when like Spotify first started. So then I started like listening to a bunch of like John Mayer all the time. Like I think as a songwriter, I, I love the way that he, he writes. So there's that John Mayer for sure. Number one goat. I grew up on Tori Kelly too. I really like Tori Kelly a lot. Me too. I think I, oh my god. She did like her early stuff, like Paper Hearts. Can you agree like, with me that her first EP, like handwritten songs by Tori Kelly? Yes. Ever? Yes. Period. Because like when she first started, like her, I personally think her two best bodies of work are her first two EPs, which are the uh, handmade song by Tori Kelly in the forward ep because it was like this girl's legit that's i loved tori kelly because she was like a cool girl with like a guitar and she was able to like and like i looked up to her because she's like a christian and i was a christian and so like it was cool to like see her like make pop music and do things like that so that was cool i really love kevin garrett really love julia michaels really love jordy jordy searcy I just I love songwriters I love I'm not like someone who listens to production 
I'm I mostly just listen to what people are saying. Love that. I love to hear that you like Kevin too. I've met Kevin like four times. He's the best human ever. No I joke. saw him in concert for the uh, A Little Bit of You Tour, I think. Like, it was one of his first ever EPs. Yeah, I got his, you. It was his second EP. Yeah, yeah I, I met him. Tour and he was I met so him good. first when he opened for Alessia Cara back in 2016. And then, like, ever mm. since then, I was, like, messaging him on, like, Instagram. Like, oh, my God, I love you. You're amazing. Like, I just right. kept listening to his music all the time. And he played mm-hmm. a 21-plus gig here in Philly. And he was like, I totally forgot that I have fans that are under 21. So, like, if you're in XYZ City, come meet me at these coffee shops. So me and my friend went to the coffee shop that he was, like, everyone in Philly come meet up with. It was, like, me, my friend Kevin, and one other girl. We just all sat there, like, chatting for, like, an hour and a half. And it was, like, nice. That's so cool. I really hope that one day I get to do something like that. I know. It would be so cool. Like, I really love, like, connecting with the people that, like, listen to the music I make because it it really does mean so much. Honestly, fangirls make the music industry go round. Like, if you have no fangirls, then, like, we ain't got no music industry, you know? You said it. You said it. (laughs) Well, talking about, like, your own music, tell us more about your new single. It's one of my favorite songs I ever put out. I think, for me, I like to be honest about how I feel about things. And I think that people like to pretend that just because, like, you move on from someone or something doesn't mean that they still can't, like, hurt you at least a little bit, you know? Because it's like that person still was part of your life at some point. It doesn't matter where they're at. It doesn't matter where you're at. But, like, sometimes, like, seeing people that hurt you or seeing people that you had feelings for do better than you or, like, have cool opportunities and things like that and you feel like you're not where you want to be in life, like... That sucks, you know what I mean? It does it does suck and I and I think that people are very much like when you go through a breakup, right? People are always like, "Oh yeah, he's going to be like kicking rocks in the street and like he's going to like be the worst person ever." And it's like that's not true. That doesn't always happen, y'all. Like <laughs> like he's going to live his life, I'm going to live my life and he, good things are going to happen to him and good things are going to happen to me, you know? Like and so it's like people like to make you think like, oh, just because someone hurt you, that means that they're going to be like, nothing great is ever ever going to happen to them. But no, like, that's not true. And so seeing someone that I once dated, you know, um, seeing someone that I once dated have opportunities and things that I wanted was almost like, it wasn't like a slap in the face. It was almost like, oh, wow, like my life sucks. Like, you know, like, at least that's how I felt in the moment. My life doesn't actually suck, but I think that it just didn't feel great, you know? So I just sat down and wrote about what I felt. Well, it's a great song, and I absolutely love it. And, like, speaking of your process, what does your normal songwriting process usually look like? It depends. Like, um, in quarantine, I had, like, all the time in the world to write, right? And nothing was really happening to me, but I had, like, ideas so I went to Berkeley and they have this thing called like song seeds where like you would like hear something or talk to someone and something they said like sticks with you and you write it down so I had like all these different like song seeds and like concepts that I wanted to kind of expand on so um, sometimes they come from an idea and sometimes they come from like an experience like better without me it came from me feeling bad about myself from something I experienced like it really depends like some some songs are just lyrical ideas first and then I have to write to that idea a bunch 
like I have a first draft and the first draft usually sucks. And then like the next couple of drafts are like something that's actually worth like writing about. For sure. I love your writing style. And like going off, I'll have a question about like Berkeley too, because I'm going to Berkeley to get my master's when I graduate. So I'm like, okay, how did your time at Berkeley help develop you as an artist? Wow, that's a really good question. I think that Berkeley developed me as an artist because all I had to do was think, eat, breathe, and sleep music. And especially like my songwriting and lyric writing classes, I personally was like, at at my time at Berkeley, I was very insecure about my voice. I was like, I want to be really good at writing songs so that no one can tell me that like, there's a lot of artists out there that sing and they are great singers, but they don't write anything. And so I was just like, I don't want that to happen to me. I want to write everything by myself. It developed me and created like a hunger in me that I wanted to be able to write my own music. It's important for every artist to write their own music. I love to hear that because so many people have different stories about Berkeley. And I know there's like in the past, like three years, there's been so many artists from like Berkeley that are just like popping off. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, iconic. I love that. Right. <laughs> so what advice would you have for fellow women in music? I say this all the time, but um, stay true to yourself. Figure out who you want to be, not do, not just what you're not just what you do. You're not just an artist. You're not just a musician. People who make being a musician or a manager or whatever, like their identity, if they don't like get famous or if they don't get where they want to be, they like have an identity crisis because they're like, oh my gosh, everything I am is a flop. You know what I mean? But if you figure out who you want to be. I think that's way more important than what you do. How many times have we all loved a celebrity, right? We loved them because they were so talented, so great. But then you find out they're racist or you find out they're like crazy or you find out they're actually so mean and then everyone hates them. Why? Because- Oh my God, I have way too many stories about that. Like it's he just... said, why? Because they're a bad, they're, they're not great people. They didn't know how to be. They just knew what to do, and that sucks. So for any any girl in music, don't suck as a human. Because for me, I'm like, being an artist is a service industry. I make me, like, I can't make music if people don't like my music. If people don't like what I present, I have to serve people because they like me. You never want to lose the people that support you because you're you don't know how to, like, be a human. That's my biggest advice to anybody. It's definitely great advice. Thank you so much for giving it to us. Here's my last question. It's a fully loaded question for a lot of the artists that I asked. Oh my God. Where do you hope to be artistically in five years? Five years. Oh my gosh. Artistically, that is a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Career-wise, I want to just be able to make music for a living, live comfortably. I hope I have a family by then or start a family with somebody soon i want to be able to be able to tour and my dream in life is like make music for a living be a wife be a mom those that's my dream i want to make music forever thank you so much for chatting with me today no problem anytime